0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald—that is me—and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mister. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Joel, I'm doing pretty good. Doing good. pretty
1: good. Good, 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 good. That's good to hear. I'm very is, excited about that. <laughs> I'm, I, I had a moment earlier today, like literally, actually, just before as I was taking the rubbish out in, our, you know, our boring everyday lives. Of course. Uh, and. Very cold outside, and it was at that moment that I realised that I hadn't actually gotten anything for breakfast tomorrow. And oh, tomorrow is no. my day off, so now I face the ordeal of either going lunch isn't that far away, see, <laughs> or going outside. Or I could now order, wait. I guess, but you could order in or just sleep through to lunch. No, <sighs> I could. Yeah. See, hey, I could. problem solved. But then, then I can't play games, man. That's one of my two days off. <laughs> then you do it tonight. Got to play some games. You do it tonight. Yeah, true, if he's I could. recording <laughs> over here being a bad influence on my sleep schedule John. yeah i know i'm a problem solver i'm not a very good
0: problem solver but i've hey i'm solving problems left right and center i'm i'm, I'm doing what i advertise on the box all, um, all that matters is the problem is solved doesn't matter the the, the negative exactly, outcome yeah. it's fixed Don't listen i'm essentially sticking my fingers in my ears and it's going la, 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 la. um but yeah awesome well that's good to hear uh yeah, nothing news really happened. I don't think there's anything really worthwhile talking about. Still, just staying at home, but we're getting closer. Yeah, we are. Hey, we can go out now. We can. We can. We did go. We went and visited some people yesterday. So
1: I'm going know. to see some friends next weekend, and I, I'm excited to see other people. <laughs> yes,
0: it, I, honestly, it was lovely. It was really as lovely. As soon as I
1: can come down and see all you guys. Yep. You brace yourselves.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We are braced. Um, but that means there's no re- uh, real point dilly-dallying around with any. Mindless banter. We got a few things to talk about this week, so let's uh head on over straightway to the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round is, of course, uh the part of the show which used to be reserved for questions and answers and things like that. Um, but it's sort of our like free for all, especially in these times where like most news is pretty. M- talk worthy news i guess uh in this day and age so we sort of like co-opted it into a uh into our anything goes segment of the podcast so we've got a few things to talk about today and we're going to kick it off straight away with something a little bit near and dear to my heart um for certain reasons and probably a lot of people out there are in the same boat uh earlier this week uh the start of last week there was a. Uh, well, I mean, we sort of knew about it. I think when we recorded last, we there did. We
1: because a... we, we talked about it. We talked about what yeah. could be Jeff Keeley's surprise fun announcement.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we were completely wrong for memory.
1: Oh, <laughs> we were. We were so far off base.
0: Yep. So far off base. So far off base. But I'm. I am not upset by the outcome of that. Uh, so basically, uh, the surprise, the fun game announcement that was promised, uh, is a remaster of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two as a complete package. Um, I'm super excited for this. This this Joel, is great.
1: It's so funny, right? We're getting to a point now where, especially with stuff like Final Fantasy 7 and yep. Resident Evil Three, where remaster slash remake has become the the wordings become so interesting because I watched that trailer mm. and I'm like, I mean, yeah, it looks like a remaster, but geez, it looks like a remake. I well, that's the thing because it's they one look and so two good.
0: It's one and two together as one. Game essentially, yeah. so it's not even like they're separating. When you usually get like a remaster collection of something like that, you would get like the game. You have like a splash menu. It could still be the same, but I, I have a feeling it's not going to be like that. But at the start, where it's like you know, which game do you want to play? Uh, and it'll like with the Kingdom Hearts collections and things like that, where you just pick which game you want to play and it loads I mean, that game.
1: They might still do it because. I mean, Crash and Spyro both had that feature.
0: That's true, actually. I, which you know is a good point because it, this is being made by Vicarious Visions, who were responsible for the Crash remasters. Um, is it? Is
1: it? Was I reading somewhere that there are some NeverSoft people on board, or am I incorrect in saying that? Potentially, like dumb person on a podcast. Potentially, that
0: listen to? they were pretty open with it about a lot of things, but then Thanks. a lot of other things they didn't really mention. Yeah, um, cool. So. Uh, But, I mean, Vicarious Visions, I believe, were involved in, like, the original games anyway. I remember seeing that splash screen, like, after the Neversoft logo. Um, I remember playing, not so much Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. I played a little bit of that at a friend's house on their PlayStation. Um, But Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, I remember playing on
1: PC. I remember giving... 2 was a very big part of my... Yeah, for me, it was on PC as well. Very big part of my PC life growing up.
0: Absolutely. Like playing on also, a keyboard. Also also what now...
1: introduced me to Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yes, right. Okay. We'll get to that in a
0: second because I we will I've get got to that. We'll get some, to that. Got some thoughts about that. But um good ones. But uh yeah, I remember playing it on a keyboard and now looking back on that, just going, Oh god, how did I do this?
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's skateboarding games controller only, please.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um but yeah, um so yeah, basically it's gonna have I, I believe all the levels from uh, the first two games. Um, and, like, different features from uh, not only the first two games, but different series. Uh, most in, like importantly that a lot of people took away from, like, first impressions from the, the trailer were uh, the Revert, which didn't appear until Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, uh, and things like Lip Tricks and War Plants and stuff as well. Um, so all those features are going to be sort of, like, retconned into the game as well, which is good because the Revert especially may was, like, a game changer because it enabled you to string combos off, like... Uh, half pipes and stuff like that um, and and like continue like you could revert into a manual and then continue like a, a long stream combo um, and that's like that
1: needs to be in there basically Joel just listening to you talk has reminded me also I saw someone I think it was maybe EB Games posted this on their Twitter account it's also giving me the perfect excuse to wheel out that, uh, Steve Buscemi meme. Oh yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Cause that, that, will be all of us rolling up to the Tony Hawk remastered like servers. Oh yeah. <laughs> How yep. do you do fellow kids? <laughs>
0: uh, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing out fucking, uh, dead Kennedy's Hats gear. And, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, now nah, it's also going to have the, uh, creator skater and creator park features as well. So you'll will be able
1: Spider-Man to- return.
0: So that has been, that, they got asked in a, I think Press Start Australia did a, an interview with, oh God, I can't remember who it was. Um, one of the lead developers on the, on the project as well. She yep. was on, on, the, in the interviews, um, after, after the gameplay trailer, uh, or the, the, the reveal trailer that was uh, part of Killy's thing. Um, and she mentioned that like, they're not ready to talk about things like that, especially Spider-Man, um. But there I mean, are. I'm
1: gonna. I'm gonna assume not, right? Well,
0: no, but I think there's gonna be some things in place. I think that's what gonna... I was
1: thinking as well. They could have. They could do something equally as dumb. Like imagine this isn't. I don't think this is exciting as Spider Man, but it could be as stupid. Just like skateboarding arenas, like, say, Soap McTavish from Call of Duty. Uh,
0: so I think the more obvious pick is Crash Bandicoot.
1: Crash Bandicoot, yeah. Crash Bandicoot writes itself, right? Because
0: that that has to be in there. Because Crash Bandicoot is not a, a specific PlayStation only uh product anymore which ironically spider-man is now yeah i know right <laughs> so and you know what
1: Joel? that's exactly why crash bandicoot will be in smash brothers
0: yeah yep yeah. yeah. one day <laughs> god damn it um but yeah i think yeah crash bandicoot on a skateboard and he sort of adds him like that his oh, yeah. particular edgy flair kind of suits yeah. this kind of game um but yeah they, they have said there's plenty of like surprises in store they've got for it um So who knows what's coming? What else is coming? One thing that we do know is coming, um, apart from online multiplayer and a whole bunch of original game modes, like I think like the career mode and stuff like that, um, is the soundtracks. Now, Chiron. Just cast your, your mind back to you know you mentioned before, but like being I can a,
1: or, I can I'm already in my head listening to Gorilla Radio. Yeah,
0: right. Like it's just like booting up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two for the first time and watching that intro video with all yeah. the shots oh, of all yeah. the skaters, I'm there. I'm and you're there. like, well, what is this song? <laughs> and it's just Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine, and just oh boy, like I was playing it. I was playing the playlist before, um, because there is actually um, I think uh, Activision and Vicarious just put out a playlist of the songs that have been confirmed for it um on spotify and i was like listening to it before and just like while i was doing some like some housework and i was just like punch dancing through the whole place um but yeah so most of the soundtracks from those games are back um there are some that aren't for obvious reasons because like th- i think what the uh, that that person from uh vicarious visions as well has said is she was like um some of those were like underground punk songs as well. And uh, like there's impossible to find the rights to now. Like they, they, like not even the bands themselves either exist or like the rights for those things exist. So yeah. It's oh, just yeah.
1: License- of... Licensing can be super tricky with that stuff.
0: Yeah. So the fact that they've got 18 uh, tracks now that are up on this spot, Spotify pl- uh, playlist that are going to be included. Um, I'll give you a quick rundown. A uh, police truck by dead Kennedys, which is the, tr- the song from the, the uh, remastered trailer. Which is iconic, Dead Kennedys. It was the song that I'm going to say it's a lot about most of these bands, but like it was the song that you know brought my attention uh, to the Dead Kennedys as well. Um, and then Superman by Goldfinger, a classic, absolute classic. Um, Jerry was a race car driver by Primus, uh, New Girl by the Suicide Machines, Here and Now by the Ernie's, uh, Eurobarge by the Vandals, uh, Blood Brothers by Papa Roach. Oh, that's a deep cut. Uh, Guerrilla Radio, Rage Against the Machine. Power Tail and the Donkey by Naughty by Nature. Uh, you, Bad Religion. Uh, when Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000. Holy shit. Uh, no Cigar by Millen Colin. Again, one of the, song, the, the songs that brought my attention to Millen Colin as a band. Um, Cyclone by Dub Pistols. Uh, May 16 by Lagwagon. Uh, Subculture, Styles of, of Beyond. Heavy Metal Winner by Consumed. Evil Eye by Fu Manchu. Five lessons learned by swing the swing and utters. Um, yeah, so and there's cool. a few things that are obviously uh, being omitted as well. Um, most in- notably, I think bring the noise from uh, public enemy two from uh, public enemy from Tony Hulk's Pro Skater two. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, like I think they've done a very good job by like getting these songs back in this game because anytime you talk to anyone who has any affiliation with like the tony hawks pro skater series or tony hawks series in general the the soundtracks are always the thing that comes up and they're always like the point of contention where like people talk about what was their favorite soundtrack um and i mean yeah tony hawks pro skater 2 was the i very much love
1: it's for one right (laughs) it is the
0: one like it's it's for me especially because it was the one that heavily influenced like my favorite genres of music now like i love pop punk and metal and and like scar even like i still have a soft spot for Um, scar
1: thing that's what's really exciting about this i like that they're leading a lot with the music and they put up the spotify playlist because it's them acknowledging that the soundtrack is important to these games it's a it's Mm -hmm. a large part of the the identity of the tony hawk series absolutely it's encouraging to see them just being like, look, here's the songs we got. Here's the, song- here's the songs we don't got. Uh, and not... Yeah, there might be more. That's just... Yeah, that's exciting. It's. I think this game is in good hands. And I, I remember when the rumors were popping up originally, I was... Even though it was a remaster, I was still a bit concerned because I still remember in the back of my mind, Tony yeah. Hawk's Pro Skater 5. <laughs> but,
0: I mean, you've also got to remember too that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 was... Activision just shitting a game out basically oh, to keep the license. But, like, and yeah and even there was Tony still a bit of
1: concern, right? Yeah, of I course. I think the concern is natural because the last Tony Hawk thing we had was that. Yeah,
0: and then before that it was uh the Tony Hawks Pro Skater 1 HD, like it was a yeah, m- an actual right. remaster that was just sort of, you know, that's touched right. up a little bit, which was good on PS3. It was it was good, it was fine. I remember playing a little bit of it, but it just I don't know. It just didn't feel the same. Um, and I and think... Posh, you, pa- won,
1: you, you really want two. You want Tony Hawk 2.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and the fact that they've lumped these together is like... It, this is a good package of, of games do, and content.
1: I do remember... I remember liking a bit of Tony Hawk 3. So I was I'm, I'm kind of bummed they didn't at least make it for Trilogy. But yeah, yep. I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah. Um, I rem- the, the last one that I remember playing a lot of... I, I was talking to you about this before... <laughs> Uh, was uh, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, which I... You stayed I, loyal
1: to a Tony Hawk series longer than most of us did. Well, I, I mean, I dipped
0: in and out. I, a lot of people have, like, a a, a bit of a, a, a fondness for uh, Tony Hawk's Underground and Underground 2. I have a I'd fondness miss for those. certain
1: videos about Tony Hawk Ride.
0: <laughs> well, yes, yeah. <laughs> Jack Vitello from Achievement Hunter. Eating <laughs> eating <shit>. it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but I, like American Wasteland was the last one I played, and again, soundtrack was the thing that attracted me because it was all yeah. bands that I was into at the time covering old punk songs, and it was awesome. Like it was like My Chemical There's Romance just... covering um like the Vandals, I think, like that. I know the Misfits, and like oh my god, it was just it was perfect. Uh,
1: There's something about that's that those genres of music with combined with the sound the sound of skateboarding, it yep. just goes together so well. Like it's just perfect. And the thing is, too, like,
0: the, uh, yes, the soundtracks are important, but, I mean, the games themselves, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater oh, yeah. 2 is a very good game. Like, just the fact that all the extra stuff that you, like, could find throughout the levels, all the secret areas you could unlock, all the secret characters, the secret levels, um, all the cheats as well that you could unlock... You know, unlocking like zero gravity and just holding in the space bar, like jump, oh, holding yeah. on the jump, uh, the Ollie button, and then you're just spinning, <laughs> just comboing in the air, like just mashing buttons, see what I can so do. So good, um, and yeah, like I, it's just fun memories, and I'm I'm super excited to come back to this and 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 sort of jump back into it again. Uh, it's coming on uh, September fourth, Xbox One, PC, and PS4. Uh, really, no Switch dudes? No do Switch, it? yeah. I don't, maybe I'm, sure, I, I'm
1: sure it'll come to switch later, much like Crash and Spyro both did.
0: Yep, and and CTR as well, Crash Team Racing.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of in on this day one. I think I just just to even just to have like a couple of days of of a nostalgia hit. Um. I believe it's like fifty or sixty bucks. It's pretty reasonably priced. It's a decent package for those two games. Um. There's a lot of cool levels in there. Just I, I can't wait to get back into the warehouse and just warehouse and school, are the ones that stick in my mind and Venice beach as well to an extent. They're the levels that stick out in my mind. Uh, I'm just looking at these comparison screenshots between like the original and the re like the remaster and Oh man, it's like night and day.
1: Um... Like I had a similar feeling, like look, there's been a few games that have done that lately. The other, the other most recent one is, was definitely uh near replicant. Like looking yeah. at the PS3 to PS4 like com- screen comparisons, again it's just it, the more I see these games doing this, I'm like, this is sort of a remake, right? Yeah, well, I know it's, it's but it's a it's a remaster, but God, it looks so good that like what we originally saw as remakes before the remake started doing the reimagining thing. Yeah, this is what I imagined. Yeah, it's just they look so good. Well, it's I'm interesting so happy with how it looks.
0: The game itself, like if you look at like the actual like title of it it's just called Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 there's yeah. no like HD remaster or remake or anything like that on it it's just the it's almost like yeah this is those games as you remember but we're going to i feel like there's going to be some surprises in there as well
1: I hope so that would be very cool
0: yeah um but i'm obviously i'm very excited for that <laughs> um i'm i'm probably going to spend the rest of the week blasting that playlist on spotify fair um, you, you just,
1: you'd be you would be right to do yeah.
0: so just, like, skanking to Superman by Goldfinger, like, oh, God, it literally, like, I just had a, the biggest smile on my face today, like, listening to those songs, the skipping through, even ones where I was, like, I looked at the name and the band, I'm, like, I can't remember, that. and it, like, the first three seconds, I'm, like, I remember this song, I remember that. yep, I remember this one, I remember this one, too, oh, my God, yes, please, more of this, um, but before I get even more carried away talking about pop punk and punk and 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 scar and skateboarding and things like that which is funny because i'm not even a skateboarding person like i i wish i was
1: so i think that's what's so good about these games right because i'm i'm as far separated from a skateboard person as you could find but they're just fun to play yeah exactly like and
0: i was talking to to my wife about this as well it's sort of these games really did bring skateboarding to the forefront of like mainstream media. Like I think from then, like things like Jackass started shortly after that. And that was sort of lumped in. Like they, that was sort of born out of like skateboarding bail videos and stuff. And
1: I'm, I'm not willing to commit too far to when the culture started really popping off, but yeah, like I I, I, I mean, will take your words for it
0: <laughs> in my mind. Anyway, that's where I felt like, you know, and then like, you know, down a, a few years later when like the X games are really like kicking in the gear and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, and for someone who, yeah, likes the idea of being able to, like, to skate, but not willing to commit to the
1: pain side of things. I frequently hurt myself doing the most simplest of tasks, oh, so... Yeah,
0: yeah. like, I'm clumsy at the best of times, and yeah, oh boy, it's, I, I don't, I can't imagine what I'd be like on a, I think I tried for a while, and I say a while, it was like a weekend, like, I bought, I, I got, I got a skateboard given to me, and I'm like, yeah, and then I ended up just using it to sit on and like street luge <laughs> down like a little ramp in the back of my house. Anyway. Still counts. Still counts. Still counts. Um, all right. Next up, Kyron. Do you want to bring us in with this one?
1: I will, even though you're actually the one who brought this to my attention. Yes. Yeah. So I'll paint you a picture. I was just happily sitting on my couch. I think I was um. I was watching Community. I've been going through Community recently because it's just a great show to rewatch. Absolutely. When you're when you're locked inside as most of us currently are. Um and yeah, I just get a, I get tagged in this group chat from Joel. And I, I feel bad because it, what he what he tagged me to do it for was overshadowing the trailer itself. But basically, he was letting me know that a new Paper Mario has been has been announced for Switch and is releasing this July, July 17th, and that is Paper Mario the Origami King.
0: Now, the way I found out about this is I literally I opened up Facebook and Vooks had posted an article three minutes prior to that moment, just being like, "Surprise! It's a new Paper Mario game." It's <laughs> like, "Fucking what?" Sorry, Nintendo. Like,
1: like this was so left field, right? Just out, literally out of nowhere. Oh, just completely like blindsided caught, everyone, caught everyone off guard. Yep, because. Like after that last direct mini, which we will get into that later, um, (laughs) people were like, is this going to be sort of it? Because we knew that detailed games basically up until like that clubhouse, that game board thing that's coming out after Xenoblade. Yep. And people were like, okay, but there's got to be more, right? And we're we're cutting it pretty fine. Mm -hmm. And then we were all basically reassuring ourselves, oh, but they'll have a June direct, right? They'll have an E3 (laughs) direct still. like in Then there was that rumor the other week about how they might not have one. And I think people started getting nervous again. And then out of nowhere, they're just like, oh, hey, uh, yeah, Paper Mario. It's coming back, guys. Be excited. And everyone was just like, what?
0: Yeah, be what excited. And also, it's coming out in two months. Like,
1: Yeah. Geez. And it's got, it's, it's it's. I don't think it's too out of, I mean, I know the Paper Mario game is always a bit weird, but this one looks weird.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, look, can we just talk about the start of this trailer? Because, sure. holy shit. Is this a dark tone or what? It's it's Mario like paper Mario standing at the bottom of like the the sun rug basically in the middle of like the Super Mario 64 castle and like Princess Peach coming out and just like asking him to, you know, become folded and she's that's a pr- that's Princess crazy. Peach is Princess Peach is an origami Princess Peach as well. So she's basically asking Mario paper Mario to conform and he says no and she's like all right, well goodbye and the floor opens up and he just drops down and i'm like this is some dark yeah. shit like <laughs>
1: and, and basically for the rest of the trailer we see mario teaming up with a lot of bowser minions yeah. so I'm, it seems like bowser and his minions are going to be his allies this time around
0: yeah um it's just
1: so weird
0: it's super weird i i first of all i really like the art style i like the origami like style of some of the characters i think it looks really really neat um, there's it's a, a p-
1: fun idea, like Paper Mario. Even when the games are average, I do like its art direction and Absolutely. The, the, the designs they go with. It's just nice to be to you know, good on the easy on the eyes.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I say this every time with the Paper Mario for like the last three Paper Mario games, where I'm like, yeah,
1: I'll play this, and I never do. um But I feel like this one, I, 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 I don't want to commit to it, but I. It's been a like man, the Paper Mario series has been a roller coaster ride ever since Thousand Year Door, which is still the best one. And god it, Nintendo, get it on Switch, because I really don't want to pay two hundred dollars for a GameCube copy. I think you're asking a lot of me. Yeah. And then you, you, you shouldn't be allowed to go, Oh jeez, I wonder why people are emulating so much. Yeah. Gosh, exactly. guys, I wonder. Yeah. But um ever since that one, they've sort of been all over the place with these with these Paper Mario games. And I think like the most two recent ones, at least that I played, there was Color Splash on the Wii U, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed but never finished, and then there was Sticker Star on the 3DS, which I loathed. Yeah,
0: I think a lot <laughs> Good of people. God, did. I hated it. A lot of people really didn't like the last the, both of those games.
1: Um, yeah. Col- I think Color Splash has some more positive buzz about it, but yeah, it's still again it's it's so un- it seems somewhat unfair, but compared to Thousand Year Door, like they've got nothing. <laughs>
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, I think they're always being held in comparison to that. And I think that's why people aren't as kind to them <laughs> having, uh, you know, played what they feel is maybe perfection since then. So,
1: so, uh, and that's the thing, right? Because a lot of it comes, I won't say all of it because some of the writing in Thousand Year Door is just so good and so funny. Mm. And like, as funny as the Paper Mario games are, I don't know if they've been as good as that one, but I think largely it comes down to combat, right? The last few games have always sort of had to be, there's got to be a gimmick. Yeah. Like in Sticker Star, you summon stickers. And in Color Splash, you have to paint your cards and all this other weird stuff. And I'm like, just just let me have a turn-based game.
0: Yeah. Just, uh, there is like a short clip out of um, of what the, the combat looks like. And it is very briefly shown in the full trailer as well. Um, but it seems to be in a giant ring. And it's all based around like spinning the certain... Uh, parts of the ring around to line the enemies up so you can get them in a the line and get like a damage bonus on them. Um, that's how I've taken it. Uh, but yeah, it does looks as well. But it does seem like it's like traditional like uh, turn based RPG combat with that extra like Paper so, Mario flair of like being able to like boost them by hitting doing button I've combinations.
1: Got a, I've got a quick little quote here from the PR about it. Okay. So the the official PR response. Uh, PR release from Nintendo about this for the combat states that Paper Mario Mario, the Origami King also introduces a new ring-based battle system that lets you flex your puzzle-solving skills to line up scattered enemies and maximize damage. While the enemies may be crafted from from paper, these dynamic, turn-based battles are far from stationary. (laughs) (laughs) It'll require a sharp mind to make short work of these crafty enemies. So. Yeah, it seems like a lot of emphasis will be focused on your ability to line up enemies. And And uh, I think it's one of those things where we kind of need to see... Because the the combat shown seemed pretty simple. Yeah. But I I would like to see how they're going to evolve that. And how... If partners will be included, right? I need to know about partners. People well, have been people have been like, it looked like this character was one. I thought like there's Bob-omb there, maybe he's one. But yeah, yeah. I just need to know more about the combat. I think
0: it looks like a lot of the Rogues gallery are tagging along this time because I'm looking at like the oh, yeah. um, the key art for it as well, and it's it's yeah, it's Bob-omb, it's Goomba, it's like Baby Bowser, it's Spike, it's you see I mean... look,
1: you ever see, you see um. Is it Morton Cooper at one point followed up as well? Yeah, the the Cooper kids are there.
0: Yeah, and like, um, like yeah, the the, like Hammer Bros. as Cooper is there, and then on top of that is Toad in the trailer as well. Like, seems like Captain Toad's there as well.
1: Nice. It could. Yeah, I, I'm open, I'm open to being surprised by this game. I really am. Yeah, we should probably talk about they, they just, they just in the trailer as well. They showcase a new ability called uh 1000 fold arms which will let you in- interact with the landscape by stretching out and pulling peeling and revealing new locations which will help you solve puzzles and r- uncover unexpected surprises so yeah. yeah there is some there's again another thing that paper paper mario games always have is an a gimmicky way to sort of interact with the environment and that seems to be this one's take on that
0: yeah um i i do like cuz the thing i like about the the idea of the paper mario games that i like is that interactive Element to it where oh, yeah. whether it it's be fun. with the environment or in the combat as well. Like you're not just selecting moves and going and sitting back and watching them play out. You you're actively trying to do like you know time button uh, presses uh, to do increased damage, and that's really exciting like and fun to do in in the moment of combat. So I'm excited to see how they implement this ring based thing as well. Um, yeah, the fact that they're sort of touting as like puzzle solving as well. I'm like
1: okay, okay. I'm listening. This sounds pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Hearing him flex it as that is why I sort of need to see how it evolves, I guess, in a way. Because, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. I would say it's good but it's got me curious.
0: Yeah. But, Kyron, this wasn't the thing that got you curious, so was it?
1: It's. This is so me. It's this is either a sign of what many suspected or they're just. They hate me. They personally are out <laughs> to get me. And that's just hurtful. Unnecessarily hurtful. Yeah. So. The thing that Joel tagged me about is at the end of this trailer, like literally the trailer ends, you see the logo and you see the date and all that. Then it fades back in and we get a We are treated to a short, a brief scene. And I mean, brief scene of paper Mario with some origami character. I think it's, he's got a name, but I'm not going back to that, that pre the press release for that. Yeah. Uh, he's got, he's got a paper crafted Samus helmet on and he's running backwards and forwards. He's holding his arm like Samus would her arm cannon you can hear little blaster sounds and it's hurtful because we don't yeah. know. This could be a cute tease. There's a very, there's very good reasoning to suggest that because, um, uh, Ken, Ken, Su- Kensuki Tanabe. Oh boy. <laughs> I think that's right. That's pretty he, good. So he's a, he's produ- he's the producer of both the Metroid Prime series and Paper Mario, right? And also in that scene at the end is a Donkey Kong head and retro is making Metroid Prime 4 and they also made Donkey Kong.
0: And the fact that it's a, a 3D papercraft and not a exactly. like 2D Metroid reference, yeah.
1: But we also have to we have to pay lip service and maybe this is Nintendo's way of paying lip service to it as well. That earlier this year, there was a rumor that we would be getting a new Paper Mario and a 2D Metroid this year. Yeah. Uh, is this referencing that? It could go either way. Like, I choose to believe, but as a Metroid fan, like, at this point, I constantly... I'm just destined to set myself up for, for heartbreak, right? That's just... It is my fate. <laughs> well, that's it.
0: I, I And also, the other, the other thing of this is that, like, does this fuel into the fact of, like, whether or not it was cut from a bigger Nintendo Direct that was
1: originally supposed to be out? That's right. Oh, well, because, okay. I mean... As so, I've seen arguments of people going, "Oh, it's just a cute reference and all that," and like, I hear you, but it's just, it's just weird. But it's at the end of a trailer. It's, it's I'm completely unprompted.
0: And and the character says, "Uh, looks, uh, he looks formidable." <sighs> dot dot dot. Like
1: it's and like, but before that says, "Huh, there's something you don't see every day." Yeah. And you're like. Stop playing with my heart. It just seems because a
0: little bit more than just a cute reference, like
1: yeah. So that's that's why there has been a suspicion. that if this if this was in fact from because when that mini direct happened, it was still a big direct. So yeah. I think a lot of people will like like hit the end be like okay something got cut. Yeah, and honestly I I am willing to believe that this trailer was one of those things because it the does thing seem was- weird. But if it was cut from a direct though, like why they could recut it easily and just leave this part off. So exactly. That's it.
0: They've had time to, to recut that trailer and by recut, just literally cut the end off it. Like you can do that on an iPhone. The
1: punishment. What can I say?
0: Well, Hey, I'm willing to, I'm willing to put the tinfoil hats on too, because it's exciting. And this is what, this is what, why we, you know, talk about this sort of stuff on the show anyway. And like wanted to do this podcast anyway, because we already like talking about these kind of interesting theories and, and, Developments and rumors and, and stuff like that that happen within the industry. And this is prime example of that. Like, of.
1: Oh, yeah. That's like Metroid 5 ha- is so long overdue at this point. It's, it's again, it's hurtful. And if we're to believe that this would. Because, again, if I was to suspect how this is going to go, if we're going to get a new 2D Metroid, it's going to be for Mercury Steam. Yeah. Because uh, Samus Returns was good. I know for some people who didn't like it because there was the other one, re- like another metroid 2 remake and it was better for whatever reason and uh geez samus returns was still good it was still a very good game absolutely i still thoroughly enjoyed it sure there's some work to be done on the environments and the music and all that but still a a good way a better way to go back to play metroid 2 than the game boy version in my opinion the digging can eat shit Uh, but if that was if that was the case right that would mean like mercury steam is i'm fairly certain i'm just going to quickly fact check myself before i say it okay but if i Mm -hmm. recall correctly they're a studio that is actually established in spain i
0: think so yeah that it's it's somewhere european like that yeah
1: yeah they're in madrid madrid spain right and it seemed like for a while there that this covid19 stuff was pretty brutal in spain yeah. So again, again, it seems to. I don't want to go too tin fully with that, but if that was the case, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a game that slipped, because that this again, this whole situation is unprecedented. But that's too that's that's a bit too tin for me to go too far under. But I just want a two d right. Metroid. Drill. God mm-hmm. damn it, I want it so badly. I want Mercury Steam to make it. They've earned the right. They've earned the right to make a new game as well. I've seen people clamoring for a, a Fusions Remaster, remake, and like, no, 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 no. We deserve Metroid Five. Fusion is good, though. I do like... Them. It is good, but <laughs> it's, it's very been so good. long since Metroid 4, which was Fusion. Fusion is 4. It's been so long, we deserve 5. <laughs> it's, uh... Yeah, that's fair. I want. I need to know what happens next. Nintendo's been, like... It's just been this air of, like, they don't want to... They're too scared to take the story forward after how Fusion leaves it. I don't know. Like, they did other M, but it takes place before all of this. And, of course, there's it's... always been that weird way of how they deal with... Prime, like, have they sort of didn't even want to acknowledge it, but now it seems like Retro was just, like, the guys who got 3D Metroid, so Prime seems to be back on the table now. I don't know. But either way, I want Metroid 5. Give it to me, please. <laughs> well, I here's
0: the thing, though. Like, where we could get an announcement at... We could we could, we could Job, check one, there, right now. What could be happening, happening right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It> could
1: <laughs> be happening as we're speaking. I'm just going like, to check YouTube.
0: I was going to say there are no rules anymore, Car. after this no, <laughs> announcement, n- it's just like Nintendo just shadow dropping a trailer for a like it's like essentially a first party game. Like it's by Intelligent Systems, but you know they're a second party
1: studio. Intelligent Systems, yeah, man, they're good. Yeah, and they are the Fire Emblem guys. Not yeah, for, exactly. Not, not three houses because that was a lot of Koei Tecmo. But I mean, if you want to work like, with some, uh, if you want to know, oh, what, what, uh, that's another reason why this sort of pays out, right? Because intelligent systems, back when they were an early days Nintendo studio, were pretty heavily involved with Super Metroid, so the
0: hmm. the ties
1: run deep. So the connections are there for this to just be a cute little nod. But it's just, it's so, I'm just, I'm suspicious, Joel. The thing I'm is too, like, that it's in the trailer still and they're clearly drawing attention to it. But yeah. I also feel a bit bad because I feel like this one thing has nearly overshadowed the entirety of a Paper Mario game.
0: A little bit, yeah. But, like, I mean, that's the other thing, too, because if this was... Like, that that direct that we had, that direct mini that we had, was, like, what, 23 minutes long, 25 minutes long? Yeah, it was a direct. <laughs> and it was like, it's a direct. But if they're calling it a mini, then that include That, that alludes to the fact that it was supposed to go for about 45 minutes originally. 40 minutes maybe which would include like a few big deep dive trailers and all like trailers and stuff like that so this metroid whoever else knows what's going on but um breath of the wild Wild two yeah uh and uh, and all the the mario 20th anniversary 25th anniversary exactly that would
1: that would easily have filled it out
0: yeah um so like it that was the, that sort of lends more to the fact that of like it was called a mini direct as well.
1: That's true. It is also worth noting, that now that we also have this paper Mario paper Mario game, one of the other rumors about the 35th anniversary Mario stuff included that as well. Yes. So I would say that definitely lends a lot of credence to that rumor happening when that announcement happens. Who knows? Uh, but hey, Nintendo! Don't forget next year. Next year is a whole new chance for you to break Metroid fans' hearts because next year is, in fact, the 35th anniversary of Metroid. So come and hurt us; we're ready for it. I guess <laughs> you haven't celebrated a single one yet, so well here we go again. <laughs> and before we go
0: further down the, the the rabbit hole with this sort of stuff, uh, I'm,
1: only, I'm only a little bit better.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It could I'll, turn I'll, around, Kai. Okay. Be okay. I believe. I yeah, believe sure. for you. It,
1: every every IP is is having a party on Switch right now. Exactly. You know, Smash. That's it. You got Mario. You got Zelda. You got you got Animal Crossing. Now you got Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Poor Samus. No Samus. Hey, Samus is out hanging with like Captain Falcon and like Star Fox and like Fo- Fox McCloud and all that. Even
0: Kirby got to go and on it.
1: Like even Kirby and Yoshi. And Yoshi, yeah. Look, tr- I'm I, okay. I'm I'm bitter. That's just how we do. Yeah. This okay. Um, before
0: that happens, let's,
1: let's let's move us on. Let's move us. We'll on. move it on.
0: <laughs> but I have got to step back a little bit as well because uh, obviously we mentioned the fact that it is coming out in a couple of months. Uh, Paper Mario. Uh, the Origami King is coming out in July 17th. July,
1: July 17th, which is, but it sounds familiar, Joel. Mm, yes,
0: especially considering we also got a an 18 minute uh, gameplay deep dive on Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which is also coming out Ghost in July. Ghost of 17th. Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. I already have enough trouble pronouncing it, I have to throw another S in there as well to just really <laughs> fuck myself up.
1: Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Singular, not plural. The Ghost of Tsushima. You, you are, in fact, the ghost of Tsushima. Exactly. Yeah, you are. You are Jin. Tsushima. Tsushima, the island's not a person. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, we're so- really
1: clari- we're really honing on the clarifications on that title. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> it's really making sure. Um. So uh, yeah. Originally, it was supposed to be coming
0: out on June 26th, but it got moved to July 17th because of obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so that
1: Last of Us could have a have a clear way in June. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And because also that the Last of Us got delayed because of the world got set on fire. But
1: basically, yeah, the, the world is still on fire. Yeah.
0: But we're, we're slowly anyway. Let's not get into that. Let's talk about let's talk about feudal Japan. So, um, hell yeah. A lot of people are sort of already like saying this is the next like combination of uh like fandoms or groups of fans coming together of like the fans of uh Paper Mario series and the fans of thing all things feudal Japan and PlayStation coming together in uh very similar to Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal um which I'm into not as much as the Animal Crossing Doom Eternal one was but uh still pretty neat got like a, a cool little battle going on on this day as well uh but yeah this 18 minute gameplay demo uh, it showed off a whole bunch of features of the game, showed off different combat styles, uh, it showed off uh, different customization options and the effects that they have on on Jin, the main character in this, the
1: Ghost of Tsushima. Um, yeah, what did you think, Kyron? So, first and foremost, the thing that made me most excited about this game is... The way they were talking about how you explore the world, yes, it seems like it's taking notes from Breath of the Wild, yep. which is the best open world game. Don't at me. Okay. It just is. When I open up my map, I don't want to see the things I should do. I want to see the things that I have done, which it seems weird, but it's just it's just a weird thing in my brain. Like it, it, it always comes down to when I open a Ubisoft map mm-hmm. to the Breath of the Wild map at the start, right? Yeah. You open up the Ubisoft map and you're just like, oh, good God. Look at all this busy work I have. Yeah, it's overwhelming. <laughs> I'm like half an hour into this game, and already there's my next ten hours right there. With Breath of the Wild? You open up, and you're like, "What? The, there's nothing here." And then you start doing things like discovering places, doing shrines, and then that starts filling in your map. And it's just this little thing. It's like a little. It's a weird thing, but it's just accomplishment versus like chores.
0: Yeah, like like a checklist. But um...
1: yeah, and that's why I really appreciate how the map seems to work, especially. Again, I don't know if they really said for sure that's how it's going to work, but when they zoomed down on the map it looked pretty empty and like when you mark sh- when you do shrines and stuff similar to when Zelda but they're not puzzle based they're more like you pay respects there, uh it marks them as a fast travel point. Yep. And I just like that.
0: I like it. Yeah, also, other important thing to note here as well, like the fact that you can still mark waypoints, but you use you when you go back into the game it uses the wind to direct you. So you've got to keep so your boom. eye out on the wind of which way to go and I'm like that's you,
1: fucking awesome, and you can summon the wind as well if you want to refresh it. It's Ugh, just so cool. It's That's
0: a cool, so cool way to do it. <laughs> yeah, and it just, it suits the tone and the 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 setting as well of the game. From what I can. What tell. I want
1: to know, it looked like at like at the end of that part, and then it, again they showed it at the end of the video. There's a part where he like releases a leaf. What is that for? Right. That's what I, I want to know. What that I want to know what that is.
0: Yeah, actually, I, yeah, I didn't I never really is, thought about that.
1: It, is that, like, the full, like, how you, like, mark a waypoint? Do you follow that leaf canonically? I don't know. I'm just really curious about that. They, just, they didn't touch on it. They showed it. I'm like, what is this?
0: Following a leaf Rewinds off a cliff of as you're, like, blindly <laughs> running towards it. You're like, ah, what, what is this? <laughs> falling off a giant Can place. I catch
1: the leaves? I don't know. Is this how you mark points of interest? I don't know. It's just, I want to know.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's like, you know, when, like, 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 footballers, like, they detest the wind. They pull a bit of grass out and throw it in the air. They see which way, way the, direction, the direction the wind's blowing. Maybe that's like a refresher. I don't know. Who knows? Someone
1: told Matthew Lloyd. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Yeah. So that's that's the the only football knowledge you'll get out of me this episode. I I got nothing. It was
0: way more than I have in the barrel. (laughs) I brought it up, and I was like, I'm out of my field here. I I got you. I'm out of my depth. Um, Yeah. So we also got a look at how the combat works as well. So they sort of focus on two different sides of the combat. And that being the sort of like traditional samurai, honor based combat system, cool. which looks fucking cool, <laughs> like looks great. Traditional du- duels, Joel. Like I'm gonna be
1: doing oh, it all the time.
0: Yes, yeah. Like waiting for your enemy to strike first because of like hard. Oh, no wasted energy. It's the honorable like. It's the honorable way, and they strike first, and, and the cool. You react. Yeah, you see them like. Oh man. Okay, I got so many things I want to talk about with this. Uh, first of all. Uh, the bow and arrow stuff—the sound that the bow and arrow makes on contact—is so satisfying. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, that audio feedback is top-notch!" Like that is, that is Italian chef kiss right there. Um, and, which is cool because like it's hard to get right with a bow and arrow because you want it to be silent, but you want that—you want that feeling of like, "Up, oh, kill confirmed." Essentially, uh, and I feel like that, yeah, like that, I
1: really—that's what I really liked about um, the Last of Us had a good um, yes like arrow hit confirmed of a head you're like oh it's like yep felt that. sorry man but that was that was that's what i wanted to hear <laughs> yeah exactly that that, that is that in is, a weird way <laughs> there's
0: music to my ears and i swear i'm not a psychopath um and then the other thing was just it was a little detail like at the end of that that st- that string of gameplay that they showed like in, as a samurai like a traditional samurai um when he uh Jin kills these the, the last enemy he bows in respect God, I love I it like, so much. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I was like standing up, just applauding. I'm like, yes. That's yes, so good. please. This is great. I will be
1: bowing to everyone that I can bow to. Like, there's like, there's all the shrines you can do it at, mm-hmm. but I'll be doing it. I hope it's a button. Which, well, the thing is like, because
0: they sort of alluded to this as well. It's obviously going to be like some, something to do with the story, but like, this was like yeah. him as a traditional samurai and very honorable and something like that. But something happens where he becomes, uh, Jim becomes dishonorable
1: uh, and well, it seems like you'll have some control over that as well, though, right? You won't have to be know. full ghosts, based on what they were saying. But, but I recall them talking about how you will have some some control over how the abilities progress or work. I don't know. Like I've, I swear that was something they brought up. It
0: just it doesn't make. The, I thought that too, but it also doesn't make sense considering the game is called Ghost
1: of Tsushima. Like, I mean, they, they can still call you the ghost if that's if that's Jin's reputation. That's Jin's reputation. Yeah,
0: I guess. I don't know. It felt like it might be a little bit more maybe we'll like a little bit more shoehorned
1: but i uh, who knows um but like, definitely got assassin's creed vibes from the sneaking stuff though
0: oh yeah absolutely but i i think like the the animations were very very cool like i liked there was one that again the final enemy he kills cuz that the whole part of the 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 stealth combat gameplay the, the ghost gameplay was he was sneaking into an area that he had to like blow up some gunpowder barrels uh and by doing that he had to like, you know, obviously sneak through a whole big area and, and then that goes south and then had to sort of fight his way out, throwing things like using things like firecrackers and kunai as like a last ditched attempt. And I was like, oh yes. Throwing kunai at people. Uh, and then yeah. Yeah.
1: Like when, it, when it was that armored guy and he dropped the smoke bomb to oh. get a, like a critical, to get a weak spot hit.
0: Yep. So cool. So Cool. Uh, and they're like luring people out with like uh, the firecrackers, and then jumping on top yeah. of one, and then taking the other one out. I was like, "Yes,
1: yes, give I, me this. I love that they they are again. It sounds so weird saying this, but I love that they show fear of Jin. Well, that they, they they like try to flee.
0: Well, that was the thing they they said that they 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 pointed that out as a, as a like a like a, a mechanic essentially. It's like they it, the more fearsome that you are as a murderer, as 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 a uh, the ghost. Like they will start to fear you and back away, and it was just, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, becoming a force to be reckoned with, and and for having the uh, the NPCs in the game recognize
1: that. Yeah, oh I'm a bit uncomfortable, but this is cool. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna kill this fleeing guy. It's hard, isn't it? Because it's like it's
0: like when you talk about like things like The Last of Us Part Two, oh, where yeah. like oh, yeah, you yeah, look yeah, at yeah, that absolutely. last gameplay, like that last trailer that we released, it was just like, oh, jeez, fuck! I'm ex, I'm excited
1: to play this game we don't talk about last of us part two here
0: yeah not yet for for fear of spoilers yeah we will we will eventually hopefully oh boy um but yeah there was one part just like when he finally gets to the firecracker there's one enemy left and he drops down and like shoves a kunai up into this guy's neck and then just this audio like this sound of like a snapping neck and it was so so brutal and i was like yeah this is great this is awesome like I want yeah I, I this is not doing wonders for me sounding like, no, like not sounding like a psychopath but um I don't know it was just like yes please this is really cool the combat looks like it's a lot of fun um I was like different stances as well in terms of the yeah the stances
1: definitely one of my favorite things that probably one of my favorite things that Neo did yeah was for stances uh, so I'm excited to see them sort of... not. I mean, not necessarily APID, it because it's a thing, right? To have different stances. It's just, I like the idea of having different stances to deal with different enemy types and just getting to know which one of those is best. Yeah, it's just going to be... I like that. I like chance, stance shifting.
0: Yeah. So um, they also said that, like, you know, that they've... It's uh, like a bunch of higher weapons experts
1: to, like, direct, like, different combat animations and stuff like that. But- Sucker Punch is just sitting here, to, and I'm sure Sony's like, how much like how much <laughs>
0: yeah well the other thing is that they said that they're 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 putting their own little spin on things as well like that Jin will do things that like you would not never see a samurai do basically like spin strikes and stuff which are very showy and fun but a, a samurai would never do that in real life like that's not um yeah they say here uh, you would never do that in real life you would never turn your back which is which is true um yeah but that's cool. Escapism. <laughs> exactly. You've got to have that little bit of flair in there as well. It's going to make it... You've still got to make your game fun. You're, they're, they're sort of going for that, like, perfect middle ground of, like, some sort of accuracy with with making the game fun to play. Um, oh, boy. What else have we got here from it?
1: I mean, we didn't even talk about the incredibly detailed photo mode they've got. Oh, the photo mode looks cool. And, like, the ability to, like... so. Obviously, you can you control all the usual things you can in a photo mode, but what I also like is you can make, like, videos. Yeah. Still videos that animate. You can put, lay on music tracks from the game's soundtrack over the top of them. Just a cool feature. Even,
0: like, the, the title, like, treatment as well, like the, yeah. the kanji of Ghost of Tsushima.
1: God, I love all that stuff. Yep,
0: me too. Do you know what else I love? Uh, I've never really watched any, like, Akira Kurosawa films, but, like, I know I know the the, the vibe of them. Um, the game's also gonna ship with a black and white filter that's basically makes it look like a, a an old school samurai film. So cool. And you can switch that on at the start of the game.
1: Same same goes for again, we I think we already knew about this, but it's good to hear it reiterated. They will have a Japanese voice track that you can you can switch on before the game starts. Yes please. Yeah,
0: I actually think I'm gonna play this game in Japanese. I I normally it just I, looks so perfect.
1: It, it, that's the thing, it does look so perfect. I was like, this is this feels right. Um, honestly, it reminds me a lot of, of Yakuza, not obviously they're completely different games and obviously (laughs) Yakuza is only in Japanese, but it was a thought I had when I started Judgment because when I first started playing Judgment, which is by the Yakuza team, because I actually did an English dub with it and I was listening to it. I'm like, it doesn't feel right. And it's, it's weird, right? I don't want to get into that whole sub versus dub thing, but when I flicked it back to back to the sub version, I'm like, no, this is, this is just how it is. And I love, look, I love dubbed anime. Yeah, absolutely. Something, something about this being played in Japanese just feels right. I don't know. Yeah, dubbed anime like is like
0: that. That is I mean, my go-to. I watch heaps of it. That's that's and my I, go-to, basically. i
1: like, I I played Persona Five in English. I played Final Fantasy Seven in English. I'll play Xenoblade in English. But yeah. something about this, I'm like, no, no, I want to play it in Japanese. It just feels. Maybe it's because it is so like it's not obviously not super duper realistic, but I think because it is a bit more realistic than those other games, not stylized. I'm like, no, I want the jet, like the genuine experience. So to say.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting to bring up about like, you know, um, the realism of things as well. It's like, they're going to deviate they've, said that they're going to deviate slightly from historical truth. Um, Makes sense. but they, they want to do it intentionally as well. So they're, yeah, they like, it, they like, the quote is, if you have an idea about what samurai look like or how they act or how they think, we're going to give that to you, okay? So there's going to be that, that, there's that certain element of it there, but like going back to the combat stuff where they like, we've got a few showier things, flashier things that make the game fun, make the game their own. They put their own personal stamp on it, which is, which is important I can, as well. I can,
1: I can save this here and now. Every single fox in that game is getting a scratch from me.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: I will. I will be patting every fox. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um,
0: yeah. I. I was already like you know I was already like excited for this game. I'm like yeah like, samurai in feudal Japan. Fucking sign me up. I'm. I'm down for that sort of stuff. I. Uh, so I remember being in Japan and going to like a like a, samurai Kenbu theater and like seeing like the history of samurai and then getting to, also play with swords afterwards. But, um, like I. I. I loved that so much. Like it was so fascinating and I'm not usually huge. I, I'm not usually one to get like really into like law and history and things like that, but I don't know. There's something about samurai it's culture. Fascinating. It's fascinating. And the fact that it is uh, still very prevalent in like Japanese culture these days. Oh yeah, for sure. It's really cool.
1: And the other, the other thing that I took away from this, this thing as well was it, it finally, it, I mean, we, we had seen some good trailers for ghosts, mm-hmm. the ghost, ghost <laughs> yeah yeah he, see he it's, it's not easy is it? it yeah he's... i knew he fell into the trap. yeah that's right but it was also just nice to see it being played and i can finally stop going i can be like hey ubisoft we're good right we don't need that assassin's creed set in japan yeah like we're good over here that's so it don't bother well that's <laughs> it
0: that, that that this is scratching all those itches like that's yeah
1: like i'm i'm, I'm this game is going to fulfill me in a lot of ways i'm so excited
0: it's, i'm very happy that ubisoft have gone the the, the vikings route i was like we got our vikings and our samurai are separate it's good Yeah. It's nice. Absolutely. Love it. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm very excited to play this game. Um, which also means I'm
1: July 17th. Yeah. Which also
0: means I'm probably not going to play paper Mario.
1: Hey man, there's, there's plenty of more days in the year and we don't know what the rest of the year looks like. What's going to get delayed. Well, you it. know, There could be time later in the year for paper Mario.
0: I've said that the last three paper Mario games, well, the last two paper Mario games.
1: Who knows, man, you might see those reviews of this one and be like, okay, after ghost it's next. Yeah. Exactly. We don't know.
0: That's it. Um, Oh boy! But in a week of big old announcements, so car, and it was one more big thing that got touted as being not the biggest, but the most important reveal from Summer Game Fest, which I think we briefly talked about last week as well.
1: Yeah. So uh, this is this was like, this was interesting. This was interesting leading up to this because I think once we uh, once again Jeff's been pretty good on clarifying a lot of his stuff, right?
0: Yeah, he really like, has. We
1: see the things pop up on the schedule, people get excited and go oh my god it's batman
0: (laughs) yeah exactly that's usually what happens
1: and then jeff goes actually like he'll say this is a fun announcement of yeah this is um important not biggest because what and I, i think this actually i don't know if this actually leaked or just a lot of things sort of connected up where people were like okay cool we know what this is now uh but yeah it was unreal engine 5 unreal engine 5 officially unveiled and that that was a part that I knew, but then as I started watching it and they started talking about it, what I didn't know is it was Unreal Engine Five running on a PS Five. Yes. So that's the part I think that really hooked me. I was like, okay, all right, now now you've got my attention again. Not that I yeah. don't care about like Unreal Engine Five, but I need something more than watching an an an, an engine run. And if this is how you know this engine can look on PS Five, then okay, all right.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And I I'm mean, listening. there's
0: there's a lot of like techno talks that we lots of, bl- lots of triangles like we lots of triangles
1: there um, is honestly there's a really good 10 minute breakdown video about how it all works uh it's honestly yeah. gonna be better to watch that than listen to us talk about 100% the technical um, stuff but I think the thing that I the immediate thing I took away from the start of that video was really just the simple pitch they had which was just making it easier for developers to use their art right instead of having yes. to sort of scale it down to run with a stable frame rate in like and play properly less of a compromise there at the risk
0: of sounding very 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 dumb but like it seems like there's like they're cutting out a middleman of, of something they have to do where now you would make this model in like super high clarity and then you'd have to make a like a low poly version of that and then reduce the quality of the texture or whatever and then yeah, put that on. Yeah, so they're sort of taking out a middleman where it's like you essentially yeah. make these like de- finely detailed models and, and insert them straight away.
1: Yeah, you just use them.
0: Yeah, and it's it's um, funny,
1: right? This is this is obviously a bit of a, de- a derailment already. And I look any excuse to bring up Final Fantasy 7 remake, but <laughs> yeah, it is worth remembering that that game was built in Unreal Engine. And yes, the, th- the thing about that game that always struck me was, good God, how much better just the in-game models. For at least the main characters, I should specify. Yes, looked versus the CG cutscene models. Just yeah, don't. It's I don't need those CG cutscenes, guys. Those yeah. character models, those in-game ones, are that good. <laughs> well, there
0: were some like parts where it would start a CG cutscene, and you were like, like "Whoa, oh shit!" We're oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I,
1: I can put the controller down.
0: Yeah, we're 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 in a cutscene now. We're in a, we're in a legit cutscene because it's important. It looks a little bit shinier. Um,
1: yeah, but man, it just didn't look as good in my opinion it looked it looked a lot more fake i guess
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: and, and I, I whilst i'm not saying that's directly connected to this if that's something that square can use in the future like they might not have to do as many of those big fancy cg cutscenes. they can just make really good models and use them in both mm-hmm. right? yeah because seven remake part two will uh probably be on unreal five guys and that's pretty exciting well <laughs> looking, it's at impo- this, looking at this tech demo it is
0: important to know that it's not out until next no, year no 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 yeah, So and, it's, it's, it's getting be its public year, release right? next year. but I mean, And it is
1: also worth clarifying as well, but even though, boy, this, this tech demo video that Jeff had loves the PS5, but it will be supporting next-gen, current-gen, PC, Mac, iOS, and Android as of mm-hmm. late 2021. So, yeah, it's going to be across the board.
0: <laughs> Which, because I also did mention in, the, I think, the talk afterwards as well, that um, Fortnite will be transitioning over into Unreal Engine 5 later on in 2021 so obviously if they're they're, if it's going to be used for Fortnite, it's going to be able to work on all the platforms that Fortnite's working on so
1: and but and that's the thing right epic have always cared about the scalability of these engines
0: yeah um the other thing of in like that i took away from it was just the fucking lighting like the lighting was insane there's a one part particularly in the tech demo where like parts of a roof cave in and the way that the sunlight streamed in from, like the outer source, was so realistic. Like it looked, oh, yeah, gorgeous. Like
1: even I, when they showed oh. it. So like, because the focus of this tech demo was, yeah, the, the the triangles, like art stuff, which seemed to be, I think they called it the nanite. Yes. The lighting stuff was lumina, and they even talked a bit about the um the sound as well, which they'll be able to, I think, spatial sound or something like that. It was called. Yeah,
0: because they sort of showed it off. It was hard to hear though without. I want to yeah, hear without, it again with headphones on, headphones but yeah. Um, but yeah, cause the tech, the actual demo itself is called Lumen in the land of Nanite. So yeah. they incorporate all those sort of things in that, uh, this I very- will
1: honestly, I will link to this video in the post because it is, it's a good watch, especially the 10 minute version where they sort of talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause this, this engine is looking mighty, mighty fancy. Obviously it's, we're not really going to know how good it is with games until we see a game. Cause I mean, it is one thing to make a tech demo that goes yeah look how good this is exactly it will take a while for games to sort of fully utilize that you just compare like ps4 launch to ps4 now like it's night and day exactly it just it does take time but this this being the, the possibilities of the future is pretty exciting and even though it wasn't an actual game and it's just a tech demo for an engine i think it's the sort of it's a thing i've needed from next gen to get me excited
0: yeah I guess. absolutely uh, and they did stress as well that, like, not only is it running on PS5 hardware, it's like it's playable. You can play if you had access to a PS5 and this tech demo. You could pick up a controller and and walk through it. Like it's um and it's it's noticeable in the actual demo as well because there are like button prompts to like inspect and open and yes. all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, like just, you were saying before about how like the the transition from like cutscene to uh, gameplay to cutscene might not need to exist anymore there's a very very big part at the end where the character falls off a cliff and then opens like a wingsuit and flies through this canyon and it was like this feels like a cutscene but it was it was in-engine playable like sort of thing where you could like run through this weird area it was insane like it's
1: bonkers like the possibilities for this engine like when developers really start getting their hands on it and sort of opening it up is pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. I guess it's also important to sort of note that yeah, this is it's publicly available as of 2021. So we're probably not going to see anything in this engine for at least at least 2 to 3 years. So um you know, we'll have to sort of hold our breath I guess to see how it'll work in an actual gameplay setting. Um I, I would not even be surprised if something like Final Fantasy Remake Part 2, or whatever they call it, will be one of the first things in it.
1: it Man, I tell you what, it'd be a good showpiece. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's what I mean. It'd be a good one to sort of... it. it it's positive buzz for everyone involved. It's positive buzz for Square and for, for Final it Fantasy. Is- it's positive buzz for for Epic and Unreal Engine. Like, it's it's a win for everyone, so...
1: It is also worth mentioning as well uh, that with the announcement of Unreal Five, they've slightly they're slightly adjusting their business model for the game engine. Right. Okay. So, uh, in so in 2015, they shifted to a full royalty model, which in which it gives out access to Unreal Engine for free, but claims five percent of all royalties from sales generated by Unreal powered titles. Yep. After the first three thousand dollars in sales, but instead of that, now they'll let developers keep all all royalties for the first one million dollars in sales generated. Um, in other words, yeah, $50,000 and it will take 5% of sales after that. So yeah, that's so that's pulled from this Verge article, which I'll also link to, which I, I remember reading that they'd done something for real, with their business model, but I wasn't sure how it had changed for Unreal Engine 5, and that's that's really good to know. It's yeah, po- the, the policy change is retroactive to January 1st, 2020. So yeah Wow, that's yeah fucking crazy. But, but, this is epic, right? They can afford to just give away GTA five to everyone for nothing.
0: Well that's it. That's a, that's another thing that happened this week. Um haven't and been able cr- to play and it, crash it yet. Crash be- their storefront. Yeah, haven't been able to play it yet. I've got it downloaded, but because Rockstar Social Club is getting fucking hammered as well, <laughs> and you need to log into Rockstar Social Club to be able to play the game, I could yeah. not get it to work. Um, it's and funny, it right all- it
1: it doesn't seem like a big deal because everyone already owns GTA five. But yeah. I have to imagine there was some money-changing hands to just be like, Rockstar, can we just, like, give away your game for free? Where the only requirement is someone makes an account on our website, on our, on our like, store. And the like, thing is,
0: the thing is, people do it because, and it's also a good deal for, for Rockstar because the main reason people want to play GTA Five, especially on something like PC, is they want to play fucking online. And they want oh to play, yeah. and that's where they make, that's where Rockstar so, are making all their yeah, money at the moment. All those so, shark cards. <laughs> yeah, all those shark cards. Anyway, there's a little side, little tidbit yeah, story epic, in there. Epic
1: continued to just sort of roll forward.
0: And go- going forward as well, they also, like, it got leaked, rumoured leaked that, that that the next few games are supposed to be, quote unquote, a secret as well. Um, but apparently it's going to be in order Civ 6, uh,
1: The Handsome Jack Collection, and Watch Dogs 2. Um, boy, don't sleep on that Civ Six when it goes up.
0: Yeah, no, that's I'm gonna tag that. I can't remember. If, I, I keep forgetting if that was the one that I uh had uh, that I picked up or not. I think five is the one that I picked up.
1: But anyway, um, I recently bought six, but it's still cool that you can. Yeah, again, if you can just get this, get Civ Six for free because man, that game is good.
0: It's uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, I don't. Find the time for it. Sorry, it wasn't Watch Dogs 2 as the last game. It was Ark Survival Evolved. Um I had to fact check myself. That's why I was a bit vacant there. I had to fact <laughs> check myself. I was like, no, that doesn't feel right. It was rumored that next week's was gonna be Watch Dogs Two, but it's not. Um apparently it's gonna be Seed Six, then the Borderlands, Handsome Jack Collection, and then Ark Survival Evolved.
1: There's so- another little thing to chuck on top of this of the epic discussion as well, which is more of a quote, and I don't know how much of it it's, I don't want to say that they're being bought, but as we mentioned earlier, that Epic, the Epic presentation did like saying, hey, this is running on a PS5, guys. This is running on a PS5. Did you know it's running on a PS5? Um, apparently, allegedly, Epic CEO and founder Tim Sweeney has been quite complimentary of Sony's SSDs as well. Their solid-state drives for their new consoles, yep. saying that the hardware... The hardware that Sony is launching is absolutely phenomenal. Not only an unprecedented amount of graphics power, but also a completely new storage architecture that blows past architectures, that blows past architectures out of a water and is far ahead of even the state-of-the-art highest NPCs you can buy. Hmm. That's big talk. That is big talk, yeah. For and a number of
0: reasons. Like, because, you know, it's like... Yeah, like that, that. That there's some big fighting words, but also too, if that's true, how much is this PS5
1: going to be? Because all we don't know because we haven't seen it. Anyway, we've seen a uh, controller, and we yeah. know that we know that there are games coming to it, that, are, that have been mentioned. <laughs> but yeah, that is it. But also,
0: haven't been officially confirmed. Uh, mm, God, the whole uh, thing.
1: But, but there's um, what is it? Godfall, whatever it was. That
0: oh yeah, Godfall.
1: That, that's one that's coming to PS5. You can bet on that. Yeah. God damn And And uh, um, Valhalla is coming to PS5. Yeah. 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 But I know what you mean, right? Yep. Sony's still very much... And it's so hard to be... Like, I want to be like, oh, you guys are being so arrogant, but it's working.
0: It really is. They're building so what much What they're hype.
1: doing is working.
0: <laughs> but, uh, I mean, again, just to deviate slightly, how long will this work for, though?
1: I don't know. It's... Well, I guess, like... Maybe not much longer, but what I will say, as I said earlier, this is, I feel, a bit more excited for next-gen now because as cool as a lot of the games looked that Xbox had, and granted, again, it's that was a weird presentation and how it was worded and all that, but yeah. nothing really looked... I don't. It's so hard to try to find what I think next-gen is, what it looks like, What's but the thing? It's all, this that's always... looks like I should be excited for it. I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's always hard because that's that's always been the case i remember back before the when the ps4 got announced it was like i was very much in the camp of like we don't need a next generation now we've got great games on the ps3 right now and then like a year and a half later i had a ps4 so yeah it's yeah i i'm i'm definitely just sort of like you know just sitting back and in, enjoying the ride this time yeah not sort, of, absolutely. Not, not sort of taking any either side of it any camp so
1: Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. Uh, hopefully soon we'll know more, but either way, unreal engine five is looking pretty fancy. Oh yeah. And that video was pretty impressive. And definitely, I think lived up to like, yeah, definitely when Jeff clarified important, like this, I would say this is pretty important.
0: Let's yeah. I think, yeah. Important is the key word there. And I think that it was, it was very apt as well. Um, yeah, definitely go check this, that, that, uh, Text in my trailer out or video out.
1: It, check the description or even just Google it. It's
0: easy to find. Yeah, it's pretty easy to find now. Um, but, Karen, I reckon that's an
1: episode. You know what, Joel? I think it is. Cool. Take us out. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate you lending your ears for us to talk into them. Uh, if you want to keep up with so- up with us on the social medias, you can find us across Twitter and Facebook and Instagram where we are just dialogue options. And of course, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, any sort of review or share or thumbs up you could throw us is greatly appreciated. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I am, I am at LemonManX, where <laughs> my most recent tweet was just a, a boring old work tweet. Before that, Joel. This week, Xbox Game Pass got Final Fantasy IX, and can I just say that if you've got an Xbox, if you've got Game Pass, and you have haven't those. played Final Fantasy IX, I have not, you should play Final Fantasy IX. Okay, all right, it is very good. Play it, uh, but yeah, that's really all I've been tweeting about. Play Final Fantasy IX. What about you, Joel? Uh, you can find me
0: at Jolly Mac. Where the last thing I tweeted was a tweet this afternoon about um, how important the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two uh, soundtrack was to me but we've already talked about that a lot so the last treat before that was uh i made uh i made homemade guacamole uh in my thermo like not actual thermomix my aldi thermomix um and it was really fucking good so i wanted to brag about it and post a photo of it
1: I look forward to hopefully sampling it in person soon. Oh,
0: you—you you better believe. Dude, <laughs> oh god. Dude, damn when, it. You, when you're able to come down, I'm gonna cook up a. I'm gonna cook dinner. I'm gonna cook dude, brownies for dessert. When, can, when I can, when I come down,
1: I am blocking out like a month.
0: Yeah, dude. I'll, I'll look, I'll and I'll feed you. I'll be able to feed you. I'll, we have coconut curried snags. We could have risotto. I you won't even catch in. me
1: in my own house, like yeah.
0: I got. I, it, I got you fam it's all good
1: even if I've got if I've got nowhere to be I'm just going to be on the street because I can be
0: <laughs> it's fine yeah I'll, I I can feed you I'll feed the masses as well <laughs> I make a mean brownie now I'm like peanut butter and chocolate chip bread I got you Ooh. I got it I got, got me it
1: covered. I but, look forward to
0: it that's all I've been tweeted about
1: alright Ben well in that case I'll let a wonderful theme song see us out and we will catch you guys next week see see ya